good Thursday evening. Welcome to another edition of the Thursday Night Throwdown presented to you by the Sideline Junkies. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy, KG, a.k.a. the Globetrotter, sitting in with none other than the insomnia fat poet himself, the Midnight Rider. What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm here, man. We got to start this thing off. I mean, you know, ask me how I wanted to do it. I just want to go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off. Uh, I'm I'm okay. How about yourself? Um, I mean, I'm shocked. Um, maybe it hasn't hit me the reality of it all, but um, I mean, it's weird because I was standing outside just talking to the fellas, and you know, we, I know we had the information last night about um, uh, Terry Funk. So after Funk, I was like, all right, you know, just, and then the day kind of has been. You know, story drop here, story drop here, starting with the trade, starting with the Strasburg, and then all of a sudden, you know, I just look down because I'm I'm just checking to see how much time I got before I can um I gotta hop on with you guys. And it's like Bray Wyatt news, and I'm just like, wow. Um but I I don't know, man. I just I always had a feeling that it was gonna be sudden. Um, it was going to shock us. Um, just wasn't like this. And on the other end, joining us is none other than the Swamp Queen herself, Lady C. Hi, everyone. Would have been here earlier, but uh, my hamsters were not allowing me to be great today. So, well, that's why you got to switch over to gerbils instead of hamsters. Yeah. Well, you know, hamsters, they just seem to be more efficient. You know, that's what I, that's what I was told when I bought them. You know, they'd be quicker because they're smaller, you know, but yeah. I Jesus. For those of you that uh, haven't heard the news, um, it's with a heavy heart. We have to say that uh, Bray Wyatt suddenly passed away earlier today, confirmed by WWE as well as Triple H. Um, if you've listened to us and sideline junkies as a whole, especially the WrestleManiacs, you know that we are fireflies. That's who we are. And we are, you know, his creative mind, his interest in the matches he put on. We were, we are big fans of that. And to get this news is like a gut punch in the dark for lack of a better term. And, uh, you know, he just became a father. What, not even two years? I don't think his son's two years old. He has a son with JoJo, I don't think two years old yet. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's 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 a rough one. But uh, we will um, send condolences to his family, friends, and all the other fireflies around the world. And, uh, I mean, as always, you know, if it's your thing, keep them uplifting in prayer. So, ah, yeah, totally, man. I mean, it's just one of those situations you just gotta, um, you know, you hope they can handle it as best they can, because uh, there's no blueprint to this. Um, I always tell people the easy. For me, it was always seemed like the easy part is right after to the funeral, because that's when everybody's there. The hard part mm-hmm. is after. The funeral and you got to pick the pieces up because everybody else has gone back to living their life, um, their normal life, and you're trying to adjust to this 
thing that has impacted you. So, um, yeah, I mean, you definitely got to put it out with your family, but especially the moment that's, that silence hits, it's, 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 it's crazy, man. So um, we got to get on this train and we got to get rolling. So, I mean, I could spend two, three hours talking about it. You know, how I went out and bought a lantern that my lovely wife wouldn't let me use when uh, the grandbabies were really, really small, but I got one to use it on now. So I'm going to walk. I, pretty soon I'm going to put my own Firefly video out as a tribute of me walking down the hall with my lantern with the Bray Wyatt music up, playing in the background, letting you know, hey. The good Bray Wyatt music. Yeah. Not the, so, not the, not the remix. No, no, no. I want the original. Yeah, the remix. I want the original I like, all the way live. I like the remix because of the, the Luke Harper, the Harper tribute, but yeah, his, his, his one that is synonymous is definitely the, um, yeah. The fireflies. And uh, Ross says facts. Yeah. Uh, Ross says facts. Hardest part is after, no doubt. That is true. That is true. Um, I think I even mentioned that in my in my text to, to Ross um, in his situation. I, I think I said that to him. Um, but it's just crazy, man. I, I've just seen it too many times, man, where, you know, that event happens and then you know, you're just trying to put the pieces back together. Yeah. Been there. I have been there. Okay. No Let's go. A block. Let, let, let's, I, let, we got to, you know, we always try to get the, the sad things up first. And now we got to talk about some happy things. We're going to finish this out on a high note. I like to call this the, the redemption and Lady C is, you know, Olympic correspondent. I don't know how much she's been watching, but I actually watched uh, the 100 meter. Well, it was the 100 or 200 meter final today where Shakari came in second. But I call this the redemption because. And he's second today. But. I'm gonna start with Lady C. I like to call this a redemption. Uh, give us your thoughts on this new and improved Shakari Richardson. So the only thing that improved was her mouth. She learned how to shut the fuck up um, and just run. Put it, put it on the track. Quit, quit doing all this you know, boisterous and your mama this and your mama that and with the with the flaming hair and this, that, and the third. Okay, cool. I get it that you're trying to trademark yourself. You're trying to make yourself a household name. That's cool. That's cool. But at the same time, you weren't putting up what you were putting out. You know, and so... Yeah, whenever she fell on her face and the whole um, marijuana usage and, and all of that, the doping issue came up. Yes, of course, we laughed at you. And, you know, we, I say we as a country, we as, 
as, as humans, you know, we laughed at him because you're sitting here, you're being all hot headed and, oh, I'm the sixth fastest woman in the world. That don't mean shit. Because you got the three fastest with, with, with medals. So that's that's what that means. Like six fastest, okay, cool. But whenever you get a medal around your neck, that's whenever we talking now. Now you can start talking. So now she's arrived. She's here now. You're cool. You're here now. You got a medal around your neck, baby. Now you can start talking. Now, but now you want to, you know, you you take those, you know, few steps forward and so many back because now you're giving everybody your ass to kiss. Do you really think it's them her giving her their, her ass to kiss, or is she just trying to limit her exposure to the people that she felt like had her back through the last two years instead of um, the people that kind of turned their backs on her. Cause I know, I noticed after her race, she did one interview and then told everybody else, no, thank you. No, thank you. But I felt like that was a more of a, not giving them your ass to kiss, but kind of saying, this is who rocked with me. And the rest of y'all didn't. And maybe that is giving them your ass to kiss, but. But no, I mean, and I get what she's doing. I, I I get what she's doing, but at the same time, now's your time to be humble. Like, well, I think I, you, you need to show some some humility here because you you know you've broken a, a legend's record. You know, Flojo, goat. Like you you've broken her record. You know, and you had these. Um, you know, Team Jamaica, Shelly Ann, Fraser Price, uh, Sharika Jackson, like you've you've beat them. When they came out, you know, when you came out, they was walking all over you. Like a pretty day at the beach. They were walking all over you. And you was talking cash money shit. So now that you've beat them, you can come up to their level. And you know, there's a picture that's um that's circulating with the three of them. Right. You know, but the previous year, she was saying that uh Shelly and Fresh Price look like Lil Wayne. I think that's part of, I think the last two years is really um, But Shelly had a Shelly had a medal around her neck. I understood, but you gotta think about it. that's that's part of the immaturity. And I think that's the biggest, I think that's why I like KG calling this the redemption of Shikari is because I felt like she she had some warts and she, she took care of some of those warts. Are, they, are she perfect? No. But I think she did enough and gave herself enough professionalism and maybe took a step back because I thought she, it felt like she was trying to build her brand in one weekend when she started doing this. Like she was trying to rush it. And sometimes you got to have the things to back it up before you can start talking. Like I never forget, um, in the nineties, you know, it was um my man Green and um John Drummond, and like John Drummond won a race and like put the took the um took the fire extinguisher to his shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like it was yeah. it's 
Like sprinters have always been, they're like cornerbacks. They've always been extra cocky, and they have to be <laughs> unreasonably cocky and confident because you're you're the only you're trying to be the fastest person in the world. Like you have to have this unrealistic ability to believe in yourself to the point that you're going to run in nine eight or nine seven in a hundred meters. Like that that's just ridiculous. So I love. Let I love. Her. I mean now and now she is. But you know, let me let me let me let me say this. Let me say this. I call this the redemption because okay, she. Every, I, I keep saying post online on social media girl ain't nobody turned their back on you You know you couldn't smoke weed at the olympics it wasn't just that because it was so many people that were hurt that she did that and so many people clowned her then when she came back at the uh the the, the prefontaine classic and she got smoked the memes that came out that's you turning your back you're making fun of her downfall People don't ever. I don't want to hear nobody else say, "Oh, they didn't turn it." Nobody turned their back on you. You did turn your back on her. People did turn their back on. They did write her off. They did say she was all talk. You did all these things. Admit that you did it. Now she went in, and you're like, "Oh yeah, that's my girl." No, 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 no. You said that shit. Stand on it. I'm not saying you guys. I'm saying people. And people know who said what. Stand on it. And I'm just like, she's coming back. She's winning. And to to you saying, Lady C, that she needs to be a little bit more humbler. How much more humbler you want her to be? I mean, damn, you don't want her to be herself. If she's a shit talker, she's a shit talker. That moment that she had last week with the girls from Jamaica, where they all took the pitch and they finished one, two, and three, and they were walking off, and they were joking with each other. That right there. That right there was a wholesome moment, but somebody still found a way to turn that around. Oh, she shouldn't have said nothing to them. Well, do you want her to talk to them and be cool with them, or do you want her to just look at them like they fucking beneath her? Which one is it? Make up your mind. Because the way she's acting now, she's producing, but she's also being herself. I know that she doesn't get on live as much. She doesn't talk shit on live and shit. She, she's being herself. And people are still mad, even though she's winning. I don't see how, how anybody can be mad about that. Well, first of all, you can't please everybody. I, I, I know that. So, <laughs> I mean, you, you have to understand that. You can't please everybody. The girl ain't going to be able to please everybody. And, you know, yeah, we were disappointed. Because this is not, you know, us as a people, as us as a, as a melanated people, this is not what we're supposed to do whenever we on the grand stage. Like, come on. You have a platform. You have a platform. Use it to speak positivity. Use it to be positive. And you you got on that platform and you tested positive. Yeah. And that's I not, think that's not the positivity we wanted you to use that platform for, baby. That's 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 not positive. That's not what we want positive coming out of you, you know. But you know, and so disappointment yes, is, a, is a great word. Yeah, disappointment. That's a great word. I think that's what we it was. Disappointed. We were disappointed However, because we we built up into her, and it was like, okay, we have a new one. We got a young. We got a fresh one. Oh, and then, you know, especially the the ones who were born um, before 1980, the, b before 
Let's see, because I'm telling my age. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tell it all and tell it true, girl. <laughs> so, like, the ones that were born before, I say 85. The ones that had floor model TVs with another TV on top of it, because the floor yeah, model and, didn't work no more. And you got to and you got to do the special pose with the antenna to get it to show right, so you can watch. Uh -huh. it. Yeah. Or you got to put the yeah. aluminum foil on and the, the antenna. Fall, the fall and yeah, and you know, and you were the remote, but um, you only had them three channels, and then that last that last channel came on. It was just the uh. The halls of Montezuma playing with the with the flags and the monuments and all that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. I, yeah. I, I, I'm too young to know Before about that. Time. Look here. After Johnny Carson went off, all you had was, <laughs> was the monuments. It played uh, America. TV played America the Beautiful. That's the southern thing. Eyes just went blank and we had the barcode across the screen, and that's all we had. Well, we, we, we got probably like a good little hour more because we had to sit through all them songs. <laughs> and then it went blank. <laughs> but, you know, everybody who can remember seeing Flojo, that's what, that's what we saw in her. We saw a Flojo in her because of the attitude the personality where she carried herself. Everyone that that watched Flojo, that grew up watching Flojo, that was around whenever Flojo was around, like <clears throat> we, and so that is what she reminded us of. And then when she did that on that on on this platform, when you did that, yes, you disappointed us. You didn't disappoint. You know, not necessarily your peers of your age. You disappointed, uh, and I hate to say this, you disappointed your elders. And <clears throat> because we saw that you were disappointed, a disappointment to the children that are following you, the children that are watching you, the children that are building you up as their heroine. The parents of the children that are following you. Not the elders, the parents of the kids that are following you. No, your elders, because I'm old enough to be that good granddad, grandmama. Anyway. <laughs> but I don't want to tell my age, though. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, you, you, you were a disappointment. So, yeah, you, you disappointed us. But we didn't stop. We didn't stop loving you because we still gonna be your mama and stuff. We didn't stop loving you. We want you to make a comeback. We want you to come back. We sat there with her grandmother and stroked her head and said, All right, baby, so you good. You got to do better. You got to do better. You know better, you do better. We sat there with her grandmother and did that same thing. So it was the peers of her age that turned their backs, that clowned her, dogged her, drug her through the mud, and everything. That's what they did. And she still has those little girls that are looking up to her that, you know, got kids who are in the, the 9U uh, that, that went to the Junior Olympics. They coming for her. They coming for her record. 
you know, you have that. And then the fact that she called uh, Shelly, in fact, she called Shelly, oh, in a way. She said, yeah, I was watching her as a child. Coming up, I was watching her as a child and be out here with her after idolizing her when I was coming up as a child. Well, Shelly is old. I mean, come on. You got to stay the space. You don't call your, your, you don't do that. Well, you just call people out in our age bracket elders. So, I yeah. mean, I- <laughs> that looked like that was a, that was an inside joke because they both had a good laugh about that. Yeah. But, I mean, and honestly, honestly, whenever, you know, she first stepped out on, on the field and everything uh, those years ago, when she first stepped out on the field, I don't think that they that Team Jamaica turned up turned up their noses to her. I don't think that because there has always been a competitive camaraderie between USA and Jamaica. Always because here we the only two that's that's, that's really in it to win. Like we're on matches, either gonna be us or them, them or us. I mean, unless you're getting into the 1,500 meters and everything, then you got the Kenyans, and hell, you already pray for pray for third, you know, because the Kenyans don't take it. Because ain't nobody beating no Kenyan. Hey, I seen them running earlier, and I, I was talking to uh, the Xfinity guy had came by to fix my modem, and I was talking to him. He was like, oh, yeah. He said, I don't know what they got in Kenya. But if I'm a train for a race, I'm going to Kenya to train because I want to run like they run. I know I'm winning. I said, yeah. And I think the Kenyans mm-hmm. finished uh, either second. I think that it was a guy. Uh, I can't remember what country he was from, but he surpassed him at the end. He just sprinted and took over at the end. But they were they just run relaxed, no stress. It just, it's just beautiful, man. Like it's a it's a, a, a art form. And then, you know uh, what gets the... them running? You know what get them running? Lions. It's the lion, Fifi. See that? I, I knew y'all was going. They don't want to run. Okay, y'all running today? Fifi, go get the lion. And they, they don't, they don't get on up there. But I, uh, I, wish you, I knew where she was going with it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew where she was going have, with it too. Um, you have Faith, uh, Kip, Kip Yegan. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Um. She's she's African. Um, one person I did not see was a thing mo. Uh, I don't know if they've done the eight hundred yet, but um, for the two hundred. Now we're talking. Uh, let's get let's yeah. get to business. Yeah, for the two hundred, she came in second place. Uh, Shakari came in second place, which is really good because that that heat. Like you got you got a ones on that, so that was a struggle for her. It was a little bit of a struggle. She didn't just breeze through that one. She had to fight for second, and that was a good fight. So I'll give you that. Yeah, that that was the uh, semi, the semifinals. So hey. But at the end of the day, I want to give that young lady her flowers because of the fight that she's had to fight 
the the hill that she's had to climb to come back. So even making a pin. So have they had the women's final yet? Mm, not to my knowledge. Probably. Right. I have to check the um. I so I'm trying to see the two hundred is after the hundred for me. It's the two, and then it's the relays. Um, everything else that attract me, y'all can have. Some people, I'll I'll check out a four hundred here and there, but it's all about the two and the the one and the two, and then the the the, the four by one. Now you got the two, you got the one, the two. Again, the hold on, time, time, time. I said I, I. One, the two. Thank the you. Eight. I'm number one. Yes, yes. In America, one, number one. Me, me, one, me, one. <laughs> anyway, um, no, you have the one, the two, the eight. These are the ones that are really worth, you know, putting putting some sit down into it. You have the ones, the twos, the eights, um, the four by one relay. Four by four relay and the four by eight relay, and also the mixed, the mixed relay, um, which they you know they they line them up men women men women, and I know USA took it, and got first place in that. They blazed that. I don't know if you saw that uh, midnight, but yeah, they did the thing. I actually missed out on, on a lot of the um, world championships. So um, I'm glad you guys talked about it because um, it's definitely something I wanted to see. Um, Noah Lyles, I've kind of followed him a little bit over his career. So definitely, yeah. I'm glad we even had this segment. That's good. Now, you, got to watch the, you got to watch the field stuff too. No, 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 no. Not, not you. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking okay. to Junkie Land. Okay, okay. I'm the, the Pod Land. Um okay. Pod and Family. So you definitely need to to watch uh the feel with the shot put, uh especially the long jump. Those are really good. Um now the fifteen hundred and you know, when they in the, the whole marathons and all of that. You know, you go watch that, then you can start out watching it, then go to the store, do your grocery shopping and come back. And then you still may have about a good another 30 minutes um, before you can see the end of it. So you really don't miss too much in the middle. But you can watch it if you want to. I'm, but I'm going to tell you how it's going to play out. Uh, the Kenyans going to win one, two and three. Um, and and that, that that's pretty much it. Like they'll be in there and they're going to win one, two and three. All the time, all the time. Okay. All Kenyan, right. Sudan, like if it's Africa, they in there. Okay. Well, nice. we will be keeping an eye on the on the world championships. Of course, it was actually exciting today, so we'll be keeping an eye on that. Now, block two. Some things were said about good old Steph Curry. And then Steph said it himself, and he said, you know, I'm right up there behind Magic. And a lot of people's like, yeah, you know Steph behind Magic as the greatest point guard alive. You know, some people saying Steph better than Magic. When it comes to point guards, is Steph in the same breath as Magic? I got my own opinions. I'm going to let the Midnight Rider 
take this one first, and then I'm gonna let Lady C take it, and then I'm gonna finish this thing off. I see a lot of head shaking over in Lady C land, so I think she on. She might be over there. Um, I'm a, uh, a Uno reverse and and skip. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was going um go one two three four fifth and take the fifth, but hey, whatever it is. The only um, fifth I do, baby, is a drink, but it's okay. Hey, there you go. Cheers. <laughs> so uh, on the water today, hydrating. It's 105. Yeah, I'm hydrating too. What do you think I'm going in? No, it's um, 105 here today. So I, I got to, yeah, uh, yeah. I can't I I have to limit my, my distilled water um, intake and have to do just the regular uh, water and electrolytes and all that. Do you just like roll in powder before you walk out the house? Because 105, <laughs> good God almighty. I feel like everybody at Orifice is going to be sweating. Um, no, um, but we do buy a lot. Of, I do buy a lot of deodorant. Um, <laughs> um, so it, you know, like you, got a, you got a rag at work and a rag at home. So when you get out the house and walk into work, you wash, you do a bird bath and put deodorant on. Work at your desk, <laughs> go home, take another shower or bird bath, and then put more deodorant back on. That's how it sounds. Like. Yeah, shower before, uh, and then. Then you know I have these um these extra things uh on my chest and you know they they be hot I be wanting to just take these damn things off and put them in the closet somewhere but I can't uh because thank I kinda you ladies and gentlemen for joining us on our Me Too segment. I'm gonna say if you know about anything like that um women and you know hey some men depend on you know. Depending on what your size is, you might you might be like a good C cups or something like that. So you know what it is. Um, but yeah, as a, as a it always turns left, dog. It always turns left. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> but I mean, you're asking me like what I do, so I'm trying to be as as, as no, no, I was just messing. With you. I was. It was literally like possible. So it yeah, there's a lot of, and then you just start answering. There's a lot of baby powder, a lot of deodorant, a lot of baby wipes. Uh, so a lot of showers, a lot of soap. Not not the body, not the body. Uh. <laughs> well, it's it's the <laughs> in the same same breath as magic. So um as we talk about point guards. Yeah, talk um, about the point guard. <laughs> uh, you know, um, KG, when you sent this over, I, I have to say I had a level of just like, just attitude because I get tired of these arguments. It's like we're trying to write history always through the lens of the years that's closest to us. Like, it's, it's like, the world, I, I say this all the time, it's like the world doesn't exist past 2000, probably 2020 right now. Everything after that is like, ah, it's an afterthought. Um, I've seen people say, oh, Magic walked into a great situation. Steph had to build his situation. Steph ain't build shit. Steph, Steph's just played. The GM built that. Steph couldn't barely be on the floor at a certain point because he couldn't get his feet right. And then all of a sudden, seven, eight years into his career, he, he became a player. 
I'm always gonna be magic. I don't care. I'll be 85 and in 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 a nursing home, and 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 I might be swatting flies away. Um, but I'ma still say magic to the day I die. You can't change that in my mind. I, I don't I haven't seen anybody like magic. Um people try to say Stockton, Stockton to me doesn't compare to magic. Stockton it's magic, it's a it's a cavern, and then it's Stockton and everybody else. So that's how I see the world. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm gonna do you one better. Lady C. Um, that looked like I you was about say, to rap, but you weren't, weren't ready to come in yet. So I mean, go ahead and spit your fire. Like, ah, yeah, well, okay, but I would say if we have to compare apples to oranges, I would say um, Steph is the banana of his time. So in this era, because you know, magic is 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 in a whole nother era. So magic was the magic of his era. And Steph in this era can be comparable to magic. But to put them in the same breath and say, yeah, I'm on the same level as him. No, you'll never be on the same level as him because you didn't play like he played. You don't play like he played. You play like you play. And for for your day and time, you play like you play for your day and time. He played like he played for his day and time. So say it again. Because like, when he played, he on played the same level. how he played when he played on his level in his era. I like what you're saying there. Because, I mean, you know, I got bars sometimes. Um, yeah. But... You can't say you on the level because that means that you got to go back in time. Hell, your daddy wasn't even on his level. Mm. <clears throat> and he was and he was in that time. Ugh. But <clears throat> that's it. And you know, your son won't even be on your level. He's teaching, you know, he's trying to teach his son and, and all that canon. Um and you're trying to, you know, make it the third generation or whatever of the Currys. Cool, 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 cool. But you can't sit there. So Cannon won't be able to say if he, if Cannon supersedes his father, he can't say that, you know, no one can say, oh, he's the LeBron of, of this time. No, because LeBron is the LeBron of now. LeBron can't be the Jordan of yesterday. Mm. But his skills and the skill set of Jordan and the skill set of LeBron is similar. But also the skill set of Magic, skill set of Steph, similar. But what we got now is pussy ball. I'm not playing no basketball. Oh, <laughs> Somebody call the sponsors. Magic and them, they, magic and them, they play ball. They play hard, ball. They play ball. Play. Oh, they they playing pit pet and 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 tip touch and stuff. So no, you can't put them in the same breath. You can say they similar. 
Steph Steph can do magic tricks or something like that, but to put him in the same breath and the same sentence as the Magic Johnson, you can't do that. So KG, how you feel about this? Who KG, KG. KG. Oh my goodness. Um I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I don't think see people get offended too easily. When you say that Steph's not in Magic's air, they think what you're saying, Magic, you know, Steph's not better. But here, we just a year ago, you were talking about Chris Paul being the greatest point guard of all time. And when I said, no, he's not, Chris Paul's not even better than Mark Jackson. Stop it. I got hated on. Steph Curry as a point guard is not better than John Stockton. So why are you trying to put him in the air of a Magic Johnson. Steph Curry, in my opinion, is in a rare realm by himself because he does the shooting. He doesn't really do, you know, the distributing as much, but he's more of a shooter. And, you know, MJ called him the greatest shooter of all time. I got to beg to differ. So I, I got to beg to differ on that. But you putting him in the air with Magic, and Steph's not a traditional point guard. I mean, I'm not saying that Magic's a traditional point guard. I mean, how many point guards you know are 6'9", and with flow vision like that? So it, it, it's crazy to, to, to even have this argument, not with the Midnight Rider said to open it up, is the truth. Why are we having this argument? And, you know, for Steph to say that about himself, you got to bet on yourself. Because ain't nobody else going to bet on you. But so, I have a question, though. I have a question. Did did Magic say that Steph was on his level? No. Steph said he was on Magic's exactly. level. Exactly. Exactly. So unless old school is giving you your props, sit down because you ain't shit. Well, hold on. I think I think Magic will diplomatically give him. Um, he will give some kudos and and things to him because Magic is the greatest politician. So he's not mm-hmm. going to dog this kid because this kid is leading this era of basketball. And as a as being a responsible person that's going to take care of the game of basketball, Magic won't cut off the head of the snake that is leading this generation of basketball into the future. He'll he'll always give him some credence to his ability and to the greatness of him at, at the time he speaks about it. Now, the boss BJ said Magic first and players are fighting for second. I disagree because it's Magic first, Stockton second. And if anybody that does not respect the game of John Stockton, all-time leader in steals, all-time leader in assists, a player would have to play 20 years and average more than 10 assists for 20 years to even come close to breaking his assist record. That is what a point guard does. That is that Stockton is a point guard. And anybody that want to put slander on his name, you can see me about it. That's how I feel. So it's Magic, Stockton, Zeke, Big O. Uh, uh, Koozie 
and then it's everybody else. So that's and that's just a rough vibe. Stuff. I'm, I'm getting a little excited. I, I got the pipe down. I got the pipe down hand motion from the wife. So I, I'm getting a little excited. So let me calm down. Not taking anything away from Steph, but Steph is talking about stepping into rarefied air. And that air is full of some Hall of Fame legends that made this position what it is. And uh, the boss BJ says people didn't win, didn't end what Magic did for the league. Magic and Bird saved the league. So, I mean, he'll always be on the Mount Rushmore for that very reason. But to put Seth in the same air, we can't do that right now. Steph can win three more championships and have seven total. You still can't put him in that air. Because of the, in, in my opinion, they played the position. But they played the position two different ways. One's a hybrid, one's a point guard. So that's my uh one was taller than opinion. one was born to do it. Ah, my V. One was tall. One was one was tall. One is a natural talent. Well, no, I think I think I think we have to. As I get up in my years, I have to give the league. I have to adjust my way I watch the basketball because we don't play basketball the way we were taught. Like, like when we watch basketball, you know, we were still writing hieroglyphics in caves. And now, you know what I'm saying, they doing laser printers and, and everything. So it, the world has – and I think that's where I have the problem when people look back and they get disrespectful. They talk about plumbers and all that. No, 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 this league is totally different. You, you – the stuff that you've gone through to get to play basketball now ain't shit compared to what they went through to get accepted, A, in basketball leagues, be accepted on basketball courts. You know, we're talking about an era in times that sometimes some some leagues didn't allow two or more black players on the court at the same time. Let alone having five. Like let's 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 talk about that. Like you you talking about you you got stuff of Jim Crow and all that that's in place that they just gloss over like oh these dudes no no these are things that were real impediments for these guys to become players in the league that they wanted to be in. So, like, that's why I hate the generation talk, because you don't know the struggles. You know what I'm saying? You're just looking back like, oh, this dude, this. No, this is a struggle. There's a battle they, these guys went through. So let's, 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 that's why I want to keep it to the generations and compare amongst the generation, not generation versus generation, because some of the stuff those guys went through, y'all would have never made it through. Let, had, let me ask a, a load management day and a mental health day. Let me let me ask this, and then you know we can we can wrap this this segment up. If Steph is in the air is in the air of Magic Johnson, if where does that leave Chris Paul? Thanks for taking my call. I hang up and listen. I mean, I think there's. I keep telling you, there's there's a branch where all these other guys sit for me. Like there's magic, the, the cavern, and then like this ledge where you can have your five, six, eight, whatever it is, guys. And then what you want, honestly, 
You get assigned each one a number, put that number in a little basket, turn the basket around, and as the names pop out or the numbers pop out, that's the order. I don't care after match. You tell people all the time. When we talk about cornerbacks, it's Dion and then everybody else. And whoever you want to put at two, I don't care. But the I know line. who one is. And it's the same way for me with point guards. I know who my number one is. Y'all can figure the rest of the shit out and just get back to me and let me know. Send me a text. Send me an email. I'll look at it. I might like it. I might not. Like, I might not. I don't care. We good. So you what you're saying is you want me to meet me at the flagpole at 3 o'clock. That's what you're saying. Say that again. <clears throat> you're going to meet me at the flagpole at 3 o'clock. I don't know what, what, what the flagpole got to do with it. It's just, whoever you like as number two. You can have your number two, your number three. I don't care. I just know they ain't number one. Say what? Say that again, KG. All right, maybe we lost him. His his his, his gerbils. Yeah, you, those gerbils, man. You gotta. You, I, I learned that you gotta put a shot collar around them to get them mm -mm. motivated. Mm -mm. Yeah, you see the little butt. And they good to go. All right. Um, I'm not the fruits, but I'm not. I mean, allegedly, I do that. I don't definitely do that. Okay, Peter. Um, so his name is um Ben. Whoa, whoa! They, they, it they, says they on the screen. No, Ooh. on the screen it says Midnight Rider. It does not mm. say Ben. Mm. Not say Ben. Mm -mm. Peter, Peter, gonna be looking wait. for. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! You you asked me that I have stuff up there. No, I didn't ask you. No, I didn't ask you that. It was no. Okay. I was I was trying. No, he is wrong. Curry is on the same level as Magic. I love it, Ross. All right, we're getting close to that time, so let's go ahead and move on. Uh, we, we you know what? When we come back on Sunday, I think we need to do. We need, uh -oh. We got a different group. We need to do top five. Top five, what? Top five. No, we need to do top tens. Top. Oh, okay. Let's not stop. At, start. At, we got too much going on. We're coming down the pipeline because we gotta get our NFL picks in. We gotta do our NFL shows. So we can't be adding in too much extra, man. I got you. We might have to do whenever, this offline. Whenever football is here, please understand that basketball takes a back seat. Like, just, just let basketball go, Chad. It's football. <laughs> it is Ross, football. It, Curry's game couldn't translate in Magic's era because Ever. no coach would allow you to take that many three-pointers to, to, to play in the ball game. It's plain, plain and simple. That's what the knuckleheads that make these comparisons don't understand. Like, he, he, you're never taking 13 threes over 55 twos. It's just not happening. Back then, in, in Magic's era, it was actually a team effort. It was a that team too. effort. So you, you wouldn't be sitting here putting up, you know, Seven, you know, seventy-five threes or whatever in, in one damn game by yourself because you you gonna spread that ball around. You gonna share. Magic was not a ball. Exactly, and and talking about that situation, um, we got an interesting situation now taking place in Arizona. Um, I don't know if you saw it, Lady C, but 
the Arizona Cardinals drafted a young man out of Clemson, Isaiah Simmons, with the eighth pick in the draft two years ago. Um, they have now traded this young man um, to the New York Giants for a seventh-round pick. That's part of the news that dropped today. They also took a, one of their offensive tackles and traded him to the Houston Texans for draft compensation. So it looks like the Arizona Cardinals are in full-blown – we're going to blow this up and start from the bottom. So, yeah, because they just, they just dumping them to shit teams. Well, it's not, they're not dumping them to shit teams because um, New York's going to be there. Um, New York last year took advantage of teams allowing them to stay in ball games, and they had the chance to win the games at the end. So it was never they were getting blown out. It was, they were always there. And then, you know, Lady Luck was on their side in several situations, and that's how they won the games that they won. But I like the title of this Cardinal Sin because I, KG, go ahead. If you can, you talk, KG. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm here. Here's the thing. Isaiah Simmons was. I thought that Washington was going to take him over Chase Young. I said I'd be happy either way. Him and Chase Young. And I watched film on him at uh, the Clemson LSU game. This dude came into the league. He started 37 out of the 50 games he's played in. He has 258 tackles right now in his career. Uh, his career high was 105 year before last. Last year was 99. Uh, seven and a half sacks. But he's a tackling machine. He can play sideline to sideline. How do you get rid of a dude like that? And then you send him to the Giants, so I'm a little pissed off about that. Because now we got to see him twice a year. He didn't fit. He doesn't fit. And let's let's talk about – see, you know what? This is why you do this. Like, you, you're a point guard for real deep down inside because you're just set, setting stuff up. So, like, I looked at the, the Arizona Cardinals because I knew this Cardinals stem was going to come up. And I, I just took a glimpse at, the, like, the last 10 years. Um, of them drafting players. And it's going to get interesting as we get to the end. So the first guy they drafted is a guard out of, um, I think this is two, 2012, if memory serves me correct, Jonathan Cooper. And Cooper played about five or six years in Arizona. And then he bounced around the league to a couple places. He actually ended up here when we had that glutton of injuries um, on our offensive line. Uh, so, But he never made it to his second contract with – Arizona. The next year, the, the Cardinals draft a safety out of Louisville, Deion, Deion Can, um, Buchanan, who he stayed there about five or six years, and then they moved on from him. You're going to start seeing a theme here besides this next guy. DJ Humphreys is a tackle they drafted. He actually made it to his second contract, still with the team. Now here comes the shenanigans. Next, they draft Robert Kimdichie, D lineman out of Mississippi. Um, total bus got nothing from it. Next year, they go to Temple, draft Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick plays there for three years. No, four years. He plays out his rookie deal. So the first four, three years, he did absolutely nothing. His fourth year, he had 15 sacks. They let him walk. He gets another 15 sacks at his next destination, and then he goes to Philly and has 16 sacks next year. The reason Hassan Reddick sticks out is because he's built, he's a little bit heavier, 
than Simmons, but they're the same kind of mold of player. Like they can fit in anywhere you want, but you got to find the right fit. They take John Josh Rosen the next year. He lasted one year there. They tra- they traded him out of there. Kyler Murray still with the team. Isaiah Simmons, the guy we're talking about right now in this conversation. Um, KG, you gave the stats already. But the problem is, just like Hassan Reddick, this team has a coaching problem. You can't draft talent and try to put around a circle in a square peg. You just can't do it. You have to coach and adjust to the talent. And I feel like when he gets to New York, he's going to play one or two spots. He's either going to be that Buffalo nickel, kind of like in Washington, that safety that's around the line of scrimmage, and he's going to attack. Or they're in certain situations, they're going to put him on the line and let him rush the passer. And then their last pick last year is this guy, Xavier Collins, um, out of Tulsa. But what I see on the, just on that list is a team that doesn't draft well, doesn't draft to fit what they're trying to do. They don't have a type. And I always talk about types. Y'all know me. But the team doesn't have a type. And then when they do pick somebody, they just try they don't they don't let the type they don't let it match or or even marinate to get to the point where it can fit. I don't that sounds kind of bad, but you know what I mean. Um yeah, this team is just is they, they struggle to find players that match what they're trying to do. But the problem is when you're constantly changing and your owner's cheap and he's a jerk and he's a bad and the team doesn't spend any money. This is what you get. You get half-ass shit. But instead of them trying to find someone to fit what they're doing, why not find someone and fit to what they're doing? Say what? Instead of trying to find somebody to fit what I'm doing. Right. How about I change my ways and fit what you're doing? Because you're the one, you're the one that's out there that's making me the money. I'm just the brains behind the operation. So, therefore, I need to put my brains together, get my shit together, and work it around you. That's that's what I'm saying, Lady C. But, I mean... Like, they, they don't adjust their coaching styles to the players they have. So, like, one of the biggest sins, since we're talking about sin, um, is when Washington drafted LeVar Arrington back in 1999. When they drafted LeVar Arrington... They wanted to make him a regular linebacker and make him do all the things that linebackers do. I tell people all the time that there are some players that are thinkers and there's some players that you just got to give them, you got to treat them like attack dogs. You just got to tell them to sick them. All I want you to do is go get the football. And if they, if Washington ever did that, LeVar Arrington would have had a longer career. He'd had a more successful career. And the only person that did that was Marvin Lewis and Kurt Schottenheimer. And those were two of his best years. They just told him, go get the quarterback. Don't worry about the rest of the shit. And I and, and this is one of the reasons why I love what Dallas did with Michael Parsons. They had this all these grand plans. Oh, he should be a linebacker. He should do this. And then like four weeks in, they like, dog, just go get the football. Just go attack. Yeah, like, can't, you know, y'all, can't, y'all can't handle too many instructions and directions. Yes, we can, but if y'all want us, no, my, that's that's about to get personal. <laughs> Not gonna do that. <laughs> 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 Woo! 
almost turned this into relationship talk. Well, <laughs> let, let me ask this. <laughs> let, let me ask this. If he goes to New York, I see him more as a Buffalo nickel because, I mean, granted, he doesn't have the linebacker size. He's more, He looks more like a safety. I said that when he was coming out of Clemson. KG, there's no uh, such thing. No, no, no but... You, they are, okay. you can't play linebacker at two fifteen. We're not. That's that's what we talked about before. Like Isaiah Simmons is perfect for this new hybrid linebacker that they're playing now. And then every now and then you can drop in the coverage. But for me, I'm putting that dude at the end of the line and say go get the quarterback. And and yeah, that's Hunter's got a hunt. Hey, Big the women and children are being go looking for fucking dinner. Hey, Joe Kane, all day, baby, Joe Kane. But see, I say that because I know he plays very, very well in the middle. As a middle linebacker, sideline to sideline, he, he's a tackling machine, man. That, you, don't want him in the middle. you want him on the outside. You So so if we're doing – let's just talk this out in a coverage standpoint. He's going to be opposite the middle linebacker. They're going to have the, – the thumper for the Jet Giants is whomever. I don't, I don't – it doesn't matter at this point. But that's going to be their thumper. And then Simmons is going to be the athlete. And with Wink Martindale, dog, he's been blistered from everywhere and anywhere. He should have 15 sacks this year. That's how crazy I'm going. I'm going to write that down. 15 sacks. You better put that in as a parlay. That better be one of your season parlays. Parlay. Oh, KG. KG. Parlays is multiple teams. This is a straight bet, Okay. Okay. Well, well, look, you the bet. I need to put that as a straight bet. I got you. Okay, straight bet. Yeah, I got you. And don't forget me when you hit ten percent for your manager. I appreciate that. I don't have no manager when it comes to gambling. Wow. Yeah, I am. I am, wow. the, I am the dude. I dance with the devil all the time in gambling, so I can't have no side man. Wow. I'm, I'm just running around giving you good advice, and that's how you treat me. Okay. You didn't give you me good advice. me up in your house and everything. This was my pick. What are you talking about? How is it good advice? <laughs> oh shit alright last but not least Strasburg set to retire on September 9th uh, the Midnight Rider broke that news earlier today uh, by the way oh, 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 we gotta take care of some journalistic stuff I broke the news by way of the Athletic who they, they reported it first I reported it first for the sideline junkies Let's let's get that out of the way. I don't I don't want to want to take nobody's credit. You know what I'm saying I don't want no lawsuits or anything like that. Okay, so what do you, you want a cookie? No, I don't want a cookie. I'm just saying that we're giving credit to the people that I I got the information from. Okay. Goodness gracious! <laughs> I'm so, just trying to have some journalistic integrity here. It, here's the question. Thank you. Is here's, here's the question. Where does his legacy sit right now? You know, are, are we talking Hall of Fame? I know we can already we can automatically say his number thirty seven will be retired in Washington. I think it should be. Um, it has to be. Here's the here's the thing. I think um, the word enigma is going to be used a lot in the conversations about. Strasburg, but that's only because from the fanboy side of your mind, you're going to think about the times that he was hurt. 
You want to think about the times that maybe he didn't take the baseball when he should have. Um, you're going to think about that time in Chicago where he was supposed to start and they said, no, he's not starting. And then he turned around and took the baseball anyway. But what you're going to forget is in that emotional part of your brain is on the other side, the, the stat side of um, the Steven Strasburg experience is so dynamic and so, so great that like, we're going to, we're not going to appreciate him. He's probably going to go down as one of the most underappreciated athletes in DC history. And it's only because the way his career started, not after his first start, I'm talking about around him, not always playing um, them having to shut him down and things of that nature. And, and, and I think that's going to hurt him and to some extent, but I'm um, sorry, some extent. And I think Ross just says it best. I think he's a national ring of fame all day, every day. And he's not going to be on anybody's rush more, but he's going to be on that next um, level of impactful guys that help shape this franchise for the next, for, for the years to come. You know, there's going to be, it's him. There's the Howie Kendrick home run. There's the Jason Worth signing. Like there are things. There's the Bryce Harper draft. Those all things that sit on that next tier underneath whomever you put on the Mount Rushmore. Um, for me, that's how I say it right now. But I think the problem is going to be that his legacy isn't going to get the love it deserves because of the way his career began and the fact that he signed to extension. And I think he pitched two games or three games in the aftermath. Lady C? Nope. Okay. <laughs> like that's that. fine. That, that's fine. Here's, here's yeah. the thing. We, I got we, nothing. Um, I, I really wasn't uh, really wasn't a fan of his. Kill me, shoot me, sue me, whatever. But... You know, you have to appreciate greatness for what it was, for what it is, what it was. And, you know, I wholeheartedly agree with Ross that he's not going to get the backing that he needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Nor should he. Not not only what he needs, but, you know, what he deserves. He's not going to get that. Here's the thing. When he went down the last time, I asked the Midnight Rider this. I said, you know, hey, do you think uh, he can move to the bullpen and be a uh, long reliever, middle reliever. I mean, even that they don't have those distinctions anymore. But do you think that he could be a reliever, maybe even a closer? That way it takes the wear and tear off his arm. That's what I was hoping for. I was hoping that he could be, he, he could, you know, prolong his career a little longer. And then next thing you know, he's coming in and he's racking up saves because he doesn't have to pitch. As much. He's he's right. maybe pitching five outs, six outs to close the door. You know? Well that that situation will be plausible. The problem is if um I like the I wanna shout out to other publications, but the Washington Post has a great article on this where it talks about this man isn't able to do his daily functions. He can't stand up for long periods of time. Without pain, without um, hurting, he can barely pick up his daughter in certain situations because of the pain that he's in. Um, he he can barely 
cut a steak. Like it's crazy, mm. you know. And 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 Ross is right. Like that's what I that's what I was hoping for. I was hoping he could get a John Smokes type of end to his career. But as I read this article, it's there's no chance in hell that he can do anything else. And I think it became it's almost like Andrew Luck. Like these guys, and I think we don't pay attention to it. We don't understand it. Like when these guys have to fight to get back to where they were before they got hurt. That's a that's that takes a toll on your body and it takes a toll on your mental. And I think he just got to a point where he got tired. He couldn't do it anymore. And I think when he started that, when he tried that spring training thing and it just went, it just didn't go or didn't work. He was like, I'm done. I, I don't have nothing left to give. But when we start looking at his numbers, like the numbers and the stats are going to be tremendous. There's a stat like for the 141 games that he started, he had or what other games he started? He has a 62% win percentage in those ball games. You know what that means? Like if you you space that over a, um, a 162 game season, that's 100 wins. So, yeah, he had to, yeah exactly. Ross is, Ross Ross read the article, same article I read. Like this guy's in so much pain that it's to the point where it's not even worth it anymore. Um, you know, his best bet is try to get as healthy as he can, get himself to a spot where he can do some day-to-day functions and move on with his life, man. So I have a question. Shoot away. To the both of you. Well, mostly whoever wants it. Um, Whoever wants it. Wow. It's a question. Come on. I didn't say nothing. (laughs) Um, so what, what do you think should be next for him? Should he... What what role do you think he should probably try to take? You know, should he just bow out and focus on his health, or does he kind of sit in as a sort of as as a type of advisory role? So you I know, don't. That's where a, where that's, do you think he should go from there? That's that's a great question, um, Lady C. And I don't see his makeup as a guy that's. Um, going to want to be around the sport after he can't do it, especially the way it ended. Um, if it ended differently, maybe. But I think he's going to be a person that he's going to try to get in the best health he can um, and do the best he can to take care of his family in the long term. But there's no more waking up and working out for baseball. Um, maybe the best you get out of him or the most you get out of him in a certain extent is he comes back and he – talks to guys like like you bring up you you have spring training and your young pitchers are all together and maybe a couple like a couple times during the week you you have Strasburg in there um and he's working with guys you know as like a senior advisor type of situation nothing nothing serious nothing where he's got to commit to being around the team 162 games but maybe for the month of spring training he's in the building um helping guys out and giving pointers. You know, he's talking to a guy that says, hey, maybe if you put your – this isn't going to sound good, especially with Lady C around, but if you put your fingers in a certain spot, maybe you can get more rotation on or more spin on the on the baseball. Um, or if you do this – I'm going to leave it alone. I'm not going there. I'm not going to walk through that I'm door. Just saying, if, you, if you do this, <laughs> it, might help, it might help you get – 
a couple inches. Of, oh God, a couple <laughs> more, cut, more cut on your fastball or more drop. On digging your that hole, digging that hole. This will become like sideline junkies after dark after a while. Just will let you know. <laughs> Oh, KG Satan. Uh, okay, it's time to go home. <laughs> well, it's time to wrap that shit up, B. Uh, man, uh, this has been a therapeutic, great show. Uh, we needed it. Hello? Yeah, we definitely needed it. Um, something we was trying to do. Um, it was amazing that today we had so many um, things fall into our laps in terms of things to talk about, things we want to do. Lady C, um, you got anything you want to kind of talk about or you got something going on that you want to shout out before we get out of here? No. Yeah, I, I lost it all. No, just, you know, I, don't have, I really don't have anything for, for my uh, little two-bit platform. Uh, okay. Make sure you're taking care of your mental health. Uh, that, yeah, that's too. mostly that's mostly important. Um, <clears throat> and also, let me put a little medical bid in here. I guess COVID has not left. It is most definitely still around, and it is on the rise again. So make sure you're doing the things that you need to do, as far as germs and cleanliness, and your kids. Take your vitamins, your C, your equination, your elderberry, your zinc. Uh, go buy some more damn masks. And soap and water is the best. Germex, you know, is quick, but soap and water is the best. There you go. Um, also, before we get out of here, um, shout out to the Nationals because we just talked about Strasburg. But the Nationals just won um, two out of three from the Yankees this this week. Yeah, you would have to put that out there, huh? What? You I'm would just have to put information. Is there is there a rule against giving people the proper information? No, it's not even about giving the proper information, but you had to say something about that though. You seem you just like conveniently just slip that in there. Whoa, pause. But I'm just saying whoa, 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 that, um, whoa, whoa. the, the Nats since the All-Star break have had the third best record in the National League. They just beat the Yankees and won that series. So they the National on a roll. They're probably one of the better teams going to this break. And I think KG, you asked me another day about the wild card. And like I said that I don't think they have enough time, but they're they're making it pretty damn interesting in this bid because they're getting closer to 500. And the closer they get to 500. Um, gives them more and more opportunity to finish um, in the top six. I think it's the top six for Major League Baseball to make the playoffs. They, I mean, they, they're giving their their best Lloyd Christmas. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. All right, I can't do your hat like that. Turn turn your head back around so the ladies can see your face. I'm sorry. I got something lined up for you. And just like that, <laughs> Davey and Mike both coming back. That's what Ross said. Yeah, so Davey got his extension this week, two years with a um, team option for year three. 
Mike is still going back and forth with his. Mike can write his own ticket. Um, but I have an argument with one of my buddies, Jeff Neal, every year. He talks about the bullpen. I talk about how Mike doesn't have the budget for a bullpen. Um, they're basically spending $6 million on eight guys to, to be their bullpen or they're starting pitching right now, which is downright ridiculous. Um, and it's like two guys that make $30 million. So I must get out of the weeds. Um, KG, you available? All right, I'm going to take that as no. So, ladies, see. No, I, I'm, I was on mute. I was on mute. <laughs> oh, okay. I was about to say. I was about to end it up. Beat it by the beat button. Yeah. So, thank y'all for joining us. Y'all know the motto, baby. We don't do no overtime, y'all. We are out of here.